Hi, Ray. Hi, Mir. How are you? Very good. How are you? I'm amazing. I'm amazing. So I'm so happy to see you today. Yes, I'm happy to see you. I'm here in heaven, and it seems like you are also in heaven. I Where am. Are you? I'm in uh, the mountains of Pennsylvania, and I just built this um, yoga deck yesterday, so it's been super nice practicing on it. Nice. Very yeah. nice. So we have today a short interview. Ooh, short. Like yes. Only two hours. <laughs> perfect, perfect. So, um, so I have some questions for you. If you're ready, I will fire. I'm always ready. You know that. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, so I want to talk a bit about, I want to ask you about human ability. Um, so one of the things that I'm noticing like right now, I mean, more than ever, is that uh, people seem to like be losing their abilities, their capabilities, um, kind of like falling under, like it's almost as if something's pushing them down. And um, I, and I think that like right now, we need to get out messages to help them to to rise up. And so what, what do you think would be, and what do you think's happening and what do you think uh, is pushing people down and and what should people develop like to, to be able to rise up and to feel amazing in their life? Okay, good. So there's an ability that the moment that you lose that ability, you actually start to go down. And this ability is um, native for the person. And in order to lose that ability, there is something that needs to happen continuously. Uh, and that thing is actually what robs you from that ability. And th the moment that you lose that ability is actually you become uh, stupid. You, your IQ goes down. Um, your, you, you, you just get lost and you, you don't get the expected result. And it seems like the whole world is against you and you have bad luck. Uh, and uh, and things goes bad and you get anxiety, you get all kinds of problems out of this one problem, just one problem. Now I'm so uh, curious. <laughs> I really want to know. <laughs> yes, and, that, and uh, the, the reality is that it's quite easy to fix it once you realize what it is and how it works. And um, But this problem is so so important to realize and it's so um, um, hidden when you lose it that it, it destroys you. So what it is, when, when you lose your ability to observe, when you lose your ability to observe, you will start to fail. Okay, ability to observe. I feel like you mean something precise there. Let, let me explain what, that, what do I mean, lose the ability to observe. Um, if, if, you, if you see an elephant and you think that it is an ant, you're obviously going to act stupidly. Yes? If you, yeah, see, yeah. If you see a snake... Uh, and you will think that this is a nice doggy, you will have a problem, I think, yes? Yeah, you're not able to recognize what it is. Exactly, exactly. So if you see, uh, if you see uh, something happening around you and you think that it's dangerous and it's not, you will act stupid. And if something is dangerous and you don't think that it's danger, then you'll act stupid. So, for example, you have, um, uh, let's say, your... Uh, you have someone, um, the government, let's say, and you trust your government, and your government is actually bad for you, you'll act stupidly because you cannot observe that the government is lying to you. And the opposite, if the government tells you the truth and you think that it lies to you, you will also act stupidly. So the, inability, the inability to observe is actually what makes you stupid. It's what robs you from your IQ. But what do you mean by stupid? Like, I feel like that word gets tossed around like, oh, you're so stupid, or, or oh my gosh, she's stupid. There's a lot of different ways that word can be used. And, and I, what do you specifically mean? Like, can you describe the version of yeah. stupid you're talking about? Yeah, stupidity is a, a condition where your own action 
bring you bring your demise your own action cause you a damage okay so like for instance so for instance uh, if someone uh, convince you let, let, let's not get to if it's right or wrong yes but let, let's say that the mask are bad for you and someone convince you that the mask are good for you and you do not observe you don't go and look at the data and say well okay one second So a normal breathing person take in good air and exert bad air and uh, obviously if I block it then I reduce the level of oxygen I make myself uh, I destroy my immune system I make myself more susceptible to uh, any disease not only corona so it's not so good and obviously the virus is such a small particle so this thing will not stop me and all, even they 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 say, well, you know, but you will not put your speed through. But if you talk, there is a wavelength that going through. The sound wave is actually particles that moving, air particles. And those air particles have the virus in them. So it's all nonsense. And, and I'm not talking about if this is true or false, what I just say now. But if you don't get that, then you cannot observe. Now, the question is, how do you lose your ability to observe? Why? You will not just know and be able to just say this is true this is false why you don't observe okay yeah yeah exactly so the, there are two main reasons for a person to not observe two main main reason and then uh, this the, the moment that you understand the reasons you you will be able to step into the first step of handling those the problem. Okay. And by the way, let's say just hi to Aaron. I see hi, Aaron hi. and Della is here. Hello, Della. I love Della. <laughs> hi, how are you? Uh, and uh, we have people that following us on Instagram. Uh, right. And we have Anastasia here. Yes. Nice to see you. Amazing. Yes. Okay, good. So, yes, and we have Amit. Yes, and... Kagashana. I think I'm saying it correct. Uh, I hope I'm saying it correctly. And Swapna, hello, hello. And uh, yes. I'm and just sharing Ray, it. Yeah, good. And Ray, uh, Swapna, say hello to you. Hi, Swapna. Uh, yes. Okay, he, good. He say hi to you guys, and he was about to answer like the, the, the burning question on my mind. So, so <laughs> I was super excited to hear this because I'm seeing, you know, this The whole society move in a certain way so solve it near please <laughs> so so why why is it happening how come intelligent people lose the ability to observe okay they get in trouble they get yelled at a lot yes yes so actually what happened is something um, that I call the snake that different kind of snakes and those snakes are and destroy relationships and the snake that I'm talking about uh, today is the guy that um, there are two types of snakes that I will talk about today or it's the same they cause the same result but I will talk about uh, two kind of snakes the first one is the guy that come to you I'll give you a scenario and you will see how it plays out so imagine imagine that um, That you have a, a business uh, let's say that you have a business you have a yoga business okay and you teach yoga and uh, you meet a, a guy and he's a marketing guy and he's going to teach you about marketing and he spend a lot of time with you and he, he shows you what they're going to, you're going to do and this guy's name is Bob okay and um, and um, You decide to work with Bob and you happily go to your friend uh, Barbara and you say, "Hey Barbara, I just decided to work with Bob." And Barbara look at you and say, "Don't tell me it's Bob um, Goldberg." And you say, "Yes, Bob Goldberg." And he said, "No, no, no, not him. He's the worst. He, 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 he destroyed my friend. He is like really, really bad. And he is the worst. Don't touch him. He's going to steal all your money. He's going to promise you many, many things. He's never going to deliver. He is, he is like the worst. Don't touch him. I'm telling you, don't touch him. Now, what happened with you at that moment? 
you lost your ability to observe because you will operate in one of two ways. Option number one, you will call, you'll send an email to Bob and says, you know, I really like working with you. You are really nice, but I decided that I will take a different strategy and I think I would do something else. And maybe in the future we will work. And what you've done, you took the generality that your friend gave you, you accepted it, you become blind and stupid, and you acted, and maybe that Bob is the best person in the universe. But you did not actually go and check the data. Now, the second option, the more sophisticated option, is a person come and says, you know what? He's the spy, I'm calling him the spy. He says, you know, I'm going to check how is he. I'm going to check him to see if what my friend, yeah. Why? Because when you go to check someone, he's already, you, you're not actually telling him all the data. So you're going and you saying, well, give me marketing services, but you're actually spying on him to see if he actually going to do what you think he's supposed to do or is Barbara, what Barbara told you is correct. So you're actually spying on him. You're not actually working with him. If someone check you because of a hidden communication, he's not checking you, he's spying on you. Because he, anything that you will do, he will use to, to say, ah, that's why you're doing it. Anything that you will do, he will say, oh, of course she's doing it because of that, because of what Barbara told me. Of course she said that because of what Barbara told me. So any hidden communication, when you check someone after you got a hidden communication, and that communication stay hidden, when you get a, a hidden report, and that report stay hidden, you will see that actually you're not checking the person. You're spying on him. And a spy is someone that goes against an enemy. So unbeknown to you, you already defined that he's an enemy. So you're spying on your enemy. He's not anymore your friend, your supplier, this person that's going to help you, but he's the enemy and I'm spying on him. And I will, what does spy look? Spy look for dirt. Spy look, how can I destroy you? And what you look for, you will find. Wow. It's so insidious it, too. It's so insidious. Yeah. And you will become stupid because the moment that you become a spy, the moment that you decided that you become a spy, you agree that you will not see the good in people. You agree to lie. You agree to hide. You agree to be stupid. And you will see that that's happened all over. That's happened all over. When people come to you and say, well, you know, the government know, and the government don't give you all the data. Like they don't give you all the data about the Corona because they're hiding communication. It's not that there's some kind of a national secrets. They don't give you all the data and they make total random decisions and they make the decisions totally hidden. You're not allowed to get them, they're secret. Obviously, Obviously, there is a hidden communication. Obviously, you are the enemy. Obviously, they are the spies. It happened all the time. It happened, I saw, I saw an organization that there was some kind of um, a, a committee, like it was an organization, and the managers assembled a committee of a few people to check another person. Like they say, well, this person was not ethical and we need to check him and so on and so on. So you've got this committee of few people and they check this guy, but the committee get communication with the management that appointed them that this guy don't know about. Obviously this thing will never be real. It's always, they're spying on you. They're not actually going to find anything in your favor. They cannot because they already decide they're spies. They're not actually trying to find the truth. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Like, I'm like, as you're saying this, like it's bringing a lot of things that you've said before kind of into, into clarity, you know, as well as like how you relate to people. Like one of the biggest um, like game changers in my life was when you explained to me about observation and specifically like when you relate to people that 
And we, you were talking about like psychopaths, sociopaths, and you were like, they're really, you gave me a beautiful analogy about how they're really not dangerous if you can see it. And then you begin to, to kind of create the relationship the way you, it was, it was, it changed my whole viewpoint. And so as you're saying, I realized that like this tendency in myself, I'm not saying it's totally gone, but it's improved so much with my ability to take responsibility in my relationships and decide to make them, you know, instead of finding things wrong with the other person, to really just kind of not, just like, ah, it's okay, yeah. but, but be really present with them, not in like a way where I'm avoiding seeing them. And yeah. it, it's like this thing, and, and trying to describe how that changed, it, it was really like something else came into focus and something else fell away is the best way to describe it. But like right now, as you're talking about this, that I've had that feeling before, like when you walk in and you know that, that, that people are spying on you and you have this feeling. Wait, what? It, and it's like it, it's like it settles on you like hidden claws almost. And so yeah. I'm like, uh, now as you're describing this, I'm like associating with some other things. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, so that's that. Ah, that's that. And, and you just, you know, when you spot it, you don't want to participate in it on either end. You don't want to do yeah. it, yeah? And you don't want to have it done to you because it's just like this. It, that feels like icky, like claws or, yeah. yeah. So basically the problem with that, the problem is not... It's, so for this person that you spy on, he's always going to be found guilty because he's an enemy. Anything that he will do, he will be found guilty. So, so the chances for he, his chances are almost zero. And for the person that doing the spying, he is also going to die because he is lying. He's doing something that he wouldn't want someone else to do to him. He actually doing something that he wouldn't want someone else to do to him because how, what he will want if someone will uh, will come and be, talk badly about your business you will want to that person to come and say hey look listen uh, this is what i heard from my friend barbara uh, what's the story and you will have an option to give all the data and you'll give all the data and the person will be able to decide based on the data is it true or false or what do we do but not work with a hidden communication line. And you will see that when you are judged or handled by someone, and this someone is not the actual person that deciding, there's someone above him that decides, you have the same story. You understand? Many times you'll see, you'll go, you talk in the army, it happens a lot in the army, you talk to, the, to your direct commander, but he's getting his instruction from his commander that told him already that you are to blame. He cannot argue with his commander. So he's not actually handling you. You're talking to this talking head, but the actual person that you need to talk to is the person above him, but he's hidden. So you have a hidden communication line. There will never be good. There will be only destroyed relationship, only upset, only injustice, only badness. Any organization or person that work like that, the end result, is an empty organization, stupid organization, stupid person. Stupidity, because what you do is you not actually in communication, so you operate on hidden communication lines, so you are actually blind. You are actually blind. So, so when you say you're actually blind, this means that you're getting a communication from somebody else and you're not able to get an accurate communication from the, the person that you're blind to, the one that you're spying on? Or is it blindness yeah. for everybody? It, it's blinding you. It's blinding you, the, the, the spy. Why? Because think about it. I told you, you agreed that something is really bad with me. Okay? Let, let, let's say it's me and you. Okay? And you spoke to a friend, to Tommy. Okay, and Tommy tell you, well, Mary is really, really bad. Let's say, let's say, and he's telling you Mary is really, really bad. But, uh, but uh, you know, you don't tell me that. Okay, now you're coming to talk to me when you have this communication. Mary is really, really, really bad, and you coming, you you thinking, no, I, I will check it. I know what I'm doing. I will check it. You don't check it. You don't check. You're spying. So at that moment, the only thing you are looking for is for something that will make what Tommy said correct. <laughs> That's the only thing you're looking for. So what happened? You become blind because you don't see the full picture. You become blind. And never mind that our relationship will be destroyed. That's one thing. But from now onward, 
you've done something that you don't want someone else to do to you and you become a magnet for shit. You'll become a magnet for problems. You'll become a magnet for people that will find fault with you and you will not know from where. You'll be the most wonderful and people will find fault with you. Why? Because you agreed to be spy once. So how do you undo it? Okay, how do you undo it? Two things. The first thing, uh, you, you join the parent academy, the family academy, what we used to call the parent academy, the family academy, and the link is on the screen, www.mayrezra.com forward slash family. Or if you are on Instagram, simply go to my bio and click on the link in the bio. So that's the, the actual handling. But the immediate um, um, handling, the, the kind of um, uh, thing that is not a full handling, but it is something that will put you a little bit more at cause. Um, what you do if someone come to you with data like that, let, let's say Tommy came to you and tell you that, what you should do is come to me and say, hey man, you know, this is what Tommy told me. Everything and is all the dirt, all the anything, anything as uncomfortable as it is. And you tell me everything and you say, look, this is everything that was said. Everything. I'm not leaving out any part, but you mustn't leave out any part because if you leave up a little bit, even a little bit, because it's un it's not nice, or maybe it's insulting to me, or maybe it's insulting to you, or maybe it is not nice, or maybe it's not polite. Anything you have to put on the table and to say, well, this is what uh, I've heard and I want to hear what you have to say about it. And I would tell you, well, you know, Tommy said A and A is true, actually. And B is not true. And here is the fact. And um, once you get that and you look at that and you say, wow, I got a totally different viewpoint of what you've done. And then, wow, that's so amazing. And you will see that we will become 50,000 times bigger friends and together we'll create some amazing thing because I told you what, this is true and this is not true or everything is not true or not important. I'll, I'll give you the, the, the thing and you, you're, you have a right to say, okay, show me a proof and I can show you a proof. And, um, and once I actually prove it and once you know it, then... The next thing you do, you go to Tommy and you ask Tommy, so you know, Tommy, you told me that and, um, and I know that you wanted to help me, but number one, this is the data, okay? Number two, why didn't you go to mayor? Would you want someone else to do it to you? And now you help Tommy. And Tommy tell you, no, but I got it from Johnny. And you say, oh, good, so Tommy, you go to Johnny and handle him. And you, Tommy go to Johnny and Johnny says, no, but I just invented it. <laughs> and I'm not joking. It's happened many times that you go back and back and back and you find that the source is just, no, I, or no, it's not what I said. You misunderstood me, which means I invented it because <laughs> I didn't. But, but then like, okay, so... So uh, at what point does it just become like gossip? Because it's like... It's always gossip if it's bad. It's always gossip if it's bad and the person that you're talking about is not there. Okay, right. It's but, always gossip. But then what if, if like someone's bitching about, about, like let's say someone's talking about you and I just don't care. And I just no, it's, don't... It's, it's, it's nothing like don't care. That's the lie. Let, let me explain why there's nothing not, don't, like don't care. I'll explain to you. Because, because when you, you, you know me, you know me very well. And someone says, what mayor says is bullshit. And you know that what I say is not bullshit. Okay, let's say I talk about some subject and you, not a problem. You, you know 100%. So it doesn't affect you. You think until, until, until you do something against me. You commit some kind of a sin against me. Something that you don't even aware of it that it's a sin. Now you say, I knew that is like that. And you think that you right now saw that what I say is wrong and you make me wrong by saying, I knew it is like that. And you didn't know someone implanted it for you. 
if someone say to you something, what, what does it mean to be a friend? A friend means that you will not entertain any bad things about your other friend. If someone yeah. will come to me, if someone will come to me and say something bad about Gal and my son, and he's my friend, as he open the mouth to say something bad, he get two black eyes. Or I'll do one blue, one black. So it's interesting, yes. Well, only two, but but I mean, okay, okay. So I would not entertain it as a friend. I would not entertain talking badly about my friend. Not entertain. My friend is my friend from the outside viewpoint. As far as I look at the outside viewpoint, he cannot do wrong. That's a friend. If he can do wrong, if a friend can do wrong, he's not your friend anymore. Right. I, I understand. But what about in social situations? Like, how do you shut it down? Like, a lot of times in social situations that people will talk. I'll tell, you what I've done. I'll tell you what I've done. I have a friend, a very good friend. And one of my other friends started to say about him. He, he just started and he said, well, you know, he's like, and I, like that. And I said, really? Do you want me to tell about you how you are like that when you are not with me? And he said, no, no, I was just saying that he's like that. It's a fact. I said, no, it's not a fact. There is never a fact that is one-sided. A fact is always two-sided. There's plus and minus. If he's not here, I don't know that it's a fact because... I've seen your life and your life has some ups and downs in them, which means that you are not the best observer in the universe. So obviously you don't see correctly. And he's like, whoa, you are, you are, whoa. I said, look, he's my friend. You're my friend too. And that's why I would not let you talk to him badly. But since you are here, I can get into you and punch you in the face. I will not let you do that because you are here. I can say anything I want. You can protect yourself. <laughs> I, I like a constant fighting mirror. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do, you okay. do you understand the point? The point is like I, 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 you I don't entertain someone talking about you, about your friend badly, not the start. As soon as they start, you shoot them. Shoot them. Yeah, I think I think like I'm. I guess I'm just thinking about like as my students in more polite cultures, like how they can you know exit the the conversation in a, in a more elegant way without creating you know. It's not, it's not elegant way. The purpose here is not elegant. The purpose here is to put ethics on the person. If the person start to talk badly about your friend, you cut it. And usually it's enough to have a look. So I can just have a look at someone and he will get dry and stop talking. But if he's not, okay, good. he will get me. He will get me. Because he's, you will not talk about my friend. He's my friend. That's the thing about being a friend. You will not entertain anything about him. Your friend, even when your friend himself asks you to see something bad about him, if you agree at that moment, you stop being his friend. If you tell me, look, Mayor, but you know, I'm really not good in uh, lifting my right arm. If I will accept that, if I will accept that at that moment, I stop being your friend. Ah, okay. That's fascinating. You know, that's funny you say that because I find myself doing that in like certain interactions where someone will like put themselves down. I'm like, ah, uh -uh, it's not true. You know, and I just refute it. But like, I didn't even think about that. Like, I found myself doing that the last like month or two. I was like, no, so it's you're not acting true. as a friend. So you're <laughs> acting as a friend because an enemy. What's the difference? If you are not a friend, any moment that you are not a friend, you are an enemy. What an enemy find? Enemy find weak points to attack. Enemy. The job of an enemy is to find a weak point to attack. So if I start to find weak points with you, I'm not your friend. I'm an enemy. Okay, fine then. Okay, so so this is this is super amazing. The original question though was really ab about like why people are are feeling they becoming more and more stupid, unable to observe, unable to, to create because their life. Unable to observe, unable to observe because they get someone 
other than the own to be the source. If you accept anyone other than you to be your source, you at that moment become stupid. No one ever, ever, let, let, let me explain to you why, let me explain all. You know, the knowledge that we have in this universe, if someone other than you, someone other than you can give you knowledge, yes? Someone can know more than you, yes? But knowledge in the universe, there is so much, but knowingness, there is infinite. So you can think about knowledge as a speck of dust versus the whole universe. So when you make the speck of dust important and you not important, it's insanity. You become stupid. Knowledge is a speck of dust and knowingness is infinite. Knowingness is the spirit knows and if someone other than you is the source, then what you say, you say that the knowledge is more important than you. Right, and I, I agree with you. And I love when you say this. I think that what I'm seeing though now in this, in currently, like if you go on like a lot of social media platforms is that everybody's saying no one can know anything except some ever skyrocketing, like higher credentialed expert. Like, you, you know, it has to be a doctor. Well, but not that doctor. It has to be like a, and you see, you see whoever like- Whoever say that, whoever, whoever have that viewpoint already, relegated himself to being stupid. Because right. if, if someone says that the, the, the credential makes someone know or don't know, he's already stupid. What makes someone know or don't know is actually the results. Can they fix the problem? Not can they talk about the problem, not can they explain the problem, can they fix the problem? Yeah. And for as long as they don't fix the problem, despite the doctor name in front of their name, that it does not make them smart. Let me give you an example. You know, in old days, there was lots of doctors. They couldn't fix anything, but they were good doctor. They couldn't fix the problem, but they were doctors. So why did, why, why we can say easily that they were stupid? Because they didn't fix anything. So if you don't fix something, you don't know the thing. The fact that you can explain something or give your viewpoint about something, even if you're a doctor, for as long as you don't fix it, you don't actually know it. So if someone talk about the coronavirus, let's say, and for as long as someone don't come and say, this is how you fix it, everyone without exception, without exception, cannot actually, is not actually knowing what he's talking about. If you cannot fix it, you don't know it. Now, me and you, as people that, just normal people, the one thing that we know is this guy don't know. So yeah. the one thing that you can do in that situation is common sense. Someone tell you, okay, you know, uh, we need to uh, to isolate. Okay, good. We need to go into quarantine. And so you use common sense and you say, well, quarantine. Quarantine means we're going to uh, flatten the curve. No one showed me that the curve is not flattened. But okay, let's say that we flatten the curve. You want to tell me that a country like the US that can go and build a whole operation overseas in Iraq and in, and in, in Afghanistan and in this place and this place, cannot put together 5,000 hospitals if they want? Of course they can. So it's not the why. Yeah, of it's course. Not why. Answers it's not the why. It's a lie. So you use common sense and it's a lie. Someone come to me and say, Israel, well, you know, Israel cannot afford to have uh, 2,000 people that, uh, or 10,000 people that uh, will, will be sick. Really? If there is an attack tomorrow, there is a war tomorrow, the estimation is that there will be 50,000 people that will get uh, 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 hurt and need to be in hospital. So how do you plan to do that? Well, we're planning to do that by creating hospitals very quickly, blah, 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 and handle them. So there is a way to handle them. So we are not under attack. There is no bomb. There is no nothing. 
if someone can tell you that the reason we're going to destroy the economy is because we work, we worry about uh, hospitals, bullshit. Give me the money. Give me the money that we lost in the past. I'll fix it. Don't worry. All the hospitals. I'll fix it. Not a problem. Not a, give me all the billions that has been. Not a problem. Easy. Easy. Okay. So that's not the why. You, use, you start to use common sense and you see it's not true. There is something else. Yeah. One thing I know. I observe and I never, never, never rely on people just because they have ranks or some kind of a certificate on the wall. Because I've seen through many, 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 many years and through history that people that used to be doctors, when I look at what they say, I'm saying, oh my God, they were so stupid. How could they, how did anyone believe them? Just common sense will say that it's not true. But there was no common sense. There's and people no believe that stones can be the God and people believe that, um, I don't know, that if you do a special stand, then the, the God will be in your favor. And people believe that in Africa that a special uh, dance will bring the gods to, to be in your favor. That one's, and, true. That one's true. That one's true. And that was, was true. And this, then some people thought that if you burn children, it will make uh, rain. And some people thought that uh, some doctors, very, really dick, real doctors in Bethlehem told that if a person is insane, you just have to cut him and to take the blood out. And when you take enough blood out of him, he will drain his insanity. And that's, I know it sounds weird, but real doctors say that. Real doctors say that, and they did it. And then some other doctors said that if you would drown them, you will drown the demons. So you, they used to drown the patient, the insane patient, in an effort to drown the demon. And sometimes the patient died and the demon not. And sometimes it didn't die. And the, the demon didn't uh, die also. So there was many, 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 many insane things that people do. But now to, people think that because of science, because we have science, they use this word science. There's always, there was always a science. It was all... There was always a science. Hundred years ago, the science of hundred years ago, there was the golden age of knowledge. There was the, there was the, they thought that they had the highest level of modernization. And fifty years ago, they thought that they even more. In 1950, when there was a transistor invented, after they used the, the vacuum tube, they thought, "Whoa, we can get to the moon by 1960." 90, you look at 1960 today. It is like arrow and balls. They, they were stupid, <laughs> 1960s. But they thought in 1960, we can get to the moon. We have a computer. Those computers were more stupid than, than a computer that's on your watch today. And, and that's exactly it. So, so, so how do people now begin to restore their ability to observe? Because what I see is like, I feel like everyone's kind of like playing dead. Like they're like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I can't know, nothing I can do about it. Two things. Number one, look at the result of the people that talk to you. If you go to a coach and the coach is uh, is uh, cannot eat and he cannot finish the month and he doesn't have money for I don't know to buy at least uh, a nice car. Don't 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 get coaching from him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Do you understand? If you get uh, if you go to a doctor that all his patients die. I would suggest to you not to go to see him, you understand? I really suggest don't go and see him. <laughs> yeah. So look at the result, number one. And number two, look if that person want to make you afraid. Why oh, yeah. people, that know, people that know don't make you afraid. People that know can lead you, can actually give you confidence. People that don't know make you afraid. If you go to a teacher and the teacher know, you feel confident with the teacher. She or he will fix anything. It's not a problem. Yeah. But when you go to a teacher that make you afraid and say, well, you know, it's so dangerous. It's like you're in a very bad situation. I don't know what will happen. You know, we'll, I'll do my best, but I don't know. I cannot give you any guarantee. Who knows what will happen? You know, the teacher, he's not a teacher. He's a charlatan. He's a, he's a liar. So someone that's standing in the radio or in TV or on YouTube 
and show you big certificates, but no result, or tell you how much you need to be afraid, he's not a leader. He's maybe a broom, but he's not a leader. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. And the like certificates never, you know, it's funny what you're saying because it never really like impressed me. I would always look at what the what the person does. Like when I went to study with somebody, it's always like, what's the effect? And also the, the other quality that I that I would look for is um, how do they show up in their life? Like if you're actually around them as a being, like you know, are they joyous? Are they clear? Are they concise? Is their language good? Are they kind to people? You know, like these general things that sometimes the we, we look. Don't forget the accent. The what? Do they have an accent? Do they have an accent? <laughs> I mean, I mean, very few have an accent as good as yours. Although my American accent, I think, is exciting for people not from here. <laughs> so, 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 how do people recover? Like, begin to recover this this um, this ability to observe, to actually like take some responsibility to look at something in their own life and 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 have a have their own perception about it. Because I feel like this has been really taken away from people. So the way to handle it is, um, uh, number one, to understand that what you're looking for is not knowledge. I know it sounds weird, but what you look for... You don't look for more facts. You don't look for more opinions. You don't look for more knowledge. You're looking for to recover your ability to know. And you do that by... not getting knowledge, but by finding what's true for you. Because every time you you find a piece of truth, you delete many pieces of lies. Every one piece of truth removes thousands and thousands of pieces of of lies. So you want to recover your ability to know, and the only way for you to know is by finding what's true for you, which means the recovery of your ability to know is actually the recovery of your ability to assume the position of source and cause for everything. I love when you say that I'm on board with you. I think that's really hard for for like I, I, for people to really confront because it's been taken away from them so much. And and like, how would you? Like, what's the baby step in that direction? Like, I'm happy to leave and be like, all right, I'm the source. But, but yeah, what's I'll the tell you. yeah, I'll tell you. First of all, what I'm telling you is never what you want to hear or what is easy. I'm telling you what you need to hear. Okay? So by hearing it, already you will have a switch. You will already have a switch. And the baby, the baby steps is join the webinars that I'm doing. Your webinars because- are not baby steps. They're like... They're like, they're like uh, we can call them baby steps as marketing, but they're that. <laughs> no, no, there are baby steps. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why there are baby steps. Because uh, what I give is things that the spirit automatically recognizes truth. How do I know? Because we have 200, 300, 400 people on a webinar. And people may not understand what I say, but they know it's true. Something shifts in the universe. Even if they didn't get the whole thing, and that's why I say in my web, in my webinar, in my lesson, don't write down. What I say is not important. What's important is, did you remove something? Did you recognize truth that removes something, and then you have your own viewpoint? Okay, so you have one of these Saturday at 11 a.m., I think. Yes, Saturday Saturday we we have the Family Academy. And one thing for sure is that when I talk, for example, about family or business or whatever I talk about, I talk about what you need to know. Well, this was a lot about relationships, which I think is like so important. Like, know how to, because our our life is really so much defined by the quality of our relationships. When you're, when you're fighting with people or you don't have good communication or there's no like, like love, this is a, it's a, that's a hard way to then go through life and be successful in anything else when you don't have healthy relationships. 
Yeah, so true. It is all its relationship. But what, as I said earlier, what I give, I give some basics. Of course, I, I align it with the relationship and with family and children, blah, 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 because we're talking about the family uh, academy. But the reality, what helps you is not uh, the data. Really, what helps you is not the data. What helps you is those things that you recognize as truth and move something, some furnitures in your head. And at that moment, you are willing to give up some nonsense, some lies. And at that moment, you become more you. So all I'm doing, why? Like, you will not find me uh, giving you, well, you know, um, or very seldom I'm telling you what you do. You do one and then two and then three and then four. And what you need to do is have a routine or something like that. I would never tell you that. You don't, you don't do that at all. You're, like, you, I, I enjoy your lectures so much because it's also something like it's my profession. So why do I like yours so much? Because I recognize how really like what a beautiful skill set what an art you do in your lectures like it's not just like well let me show you the things and follow this and this no 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 it's like somehow you bring like this magic in and for me i'm like oh yeah wow oh that was what and i watch how you put the whole thing together i've been you know studying with you now for for a bit and everyone i'm like how's he gonna do it this time how's he gonna <laughs> so for for people that like if you'd like podcasts if you're watching this you like podcasts you like lectures like listening to Mir talk about any subject, guys, is it's like very magical because it's such a brilliant, it's such an art that you bring to, to the way you put them together, and and for me, it's such a pleasure. So it's definitely not routine. It's definitely not A B C one to no no nothing. Like the whole time, people are like, "What? That's life changing!" Like, and here's this thing. It's 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 beautiful. Yeah. So my, what I'm doing, thank you, and what I'm doing in those lectures is actually. Uh, even if there are 400 people, I talk to each person yeah. and he gets something that he needs to remove something. And, and I continuously said to people, uh, look, um, don't write what I say. It's really not important because if you write what I say, what I say become important and you become not important. What you do is you change your viewpoint and all of a sudden you'll find that you just know what to do. You just know what to do. I spoke yeah. today to someone from um, Switzerland and uh, he, he called me and he says that he has some issues and whatever. And he told me, look, I've been studying um, this kind of material for 20 years now. And I had a lot of realization and cognition and this, but my, my life really didn't improve. And I'm starting with you now for about a month and a half. And it's the first time that I actually have money. And the first time that uh, my boss told me that I'm doing so well. And the first time that I actually started a business and I'm actually doing it. I'm not just talking about starting a business. I actually started it. And it's the first time that I actually can observe for myself and decide what's right for myself. And this is after 20 years of starting some other very good things. I'm not saying that those things are not good. Very good thing. But the way that I'm teaching is by deleting data, not adding data. And I think that every other place that I saw, they try to give you data and tell you, well, you know, we know. Look how important we are. And I say, I, I know, for sure I know. But you know at least as much as me, if not more. From your viewpoint, you know more than me. Just you need to realize that, you know, the data is not important. The moment that the data is important, you say that the knowledge, the physical universe, which is a small thing, is important. And this potential, which is you, is not important. It's nothing. It cannot be that both are important. It's this or that. So the more you believe in science, the less you believe in you. The new religion, that, like I was today, it's always changing. So what we say is, hey, we might change it tomorrow, and that's totally fine because that's what science is. We just, it's, you can't know anything. Nothing's stable. And I was reading this, and I'm like, oh my gosh! If you look at, not like it's science versus religion, but if you look at science and the way people are using it as like another religion, and you see that 
that they just have created a justification for every protocol. Like, oh, well, well, it's science. We were just experimenting, even though we told you 100% this thing is true. Next week we change it. But science, that's how it is. And I'm like, I'm reading this and I'm like, like now this is the feeling. I'm like, where to start? Where to start? Oh my gosh, science has become a new, like, this, this is like my, it's like, I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I'm like, oh, must go for a walk. I'm like, I can't even unravel that because it's yeah. such like a, a total justification of anything. It's just like, yeah. What a, well, it's science, but yeah, you have to believe us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's quite amazing. It's quite amazing. Okay, I we need to finish. Ah, uh, yes. It's really, really nice to talk to you. I want to just uh, show some of the comments. So Amit says, uh, that's so true. Thank you, Mayor. And uh, Mariah said, I love this conversation. Yeah. And Amit again, wow, such a good way to know who my friends are. And Anita says, so true. Uh, and the Facebook user said, that's so awesome info. And this is what Avi Budara had to say from Israel. Avi is an amazing, unbelievable person. And this is uh, Swapna, wow. And Eva uh, says, good question. And um, Vijaya say, hi, Mayor and Ray. And hi, Mayor and Ray. So, okay, so everyone, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining. Oh, Lara is here. Look, oh, hello. Thank you, Lara. I love you. So nice to see you, Lara. Yes. And Carmen, wow. Hi, Carmen. So nice. Yes, thank you, Mayor and Ray, for this amazing lesson. Thank you for joining. Pedro, hello, hello, hello. This was amazing. Love how you are a friend. Yes, yes. Thank you. So thank you very much, everyone. Thank you for the people that are watching us on Instagram. Please follow me on Instagram, Mayor Ezra Official. Follow me on Instagram. Uh, the link for the, um, the link for the Family Academy is uh, on Instagram on my bio, and it is here uh, right on the screen, mayorezra.com. Uh, forward slash family and I really really uh, want to thank uh, Swapna and Amit that helped always so much unbelievable and we have more people here look Ashley is here amazing conversation so nice Ashley yes love eliminating gossip yes 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 so thank you very much everyone for joining us and um, Amit and um, Swapna, thank you. And uh, Ray, beautiful. Love the hair, love the scenery, love everything, love the conversation. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure. Thank you. I'll see you in a few hours. We have uh, the inner circle. Okay. Love you. Bye-bye. See you on the Family Academy, everyone. Bye-bye.